episode six, guys. The Breakfast Club. I wish I could have faded that off, but I could not. Do we that. can't. We haven't learned fading We're yet. Too broke. Well, I mean, well, I could have done it broke. if I'd have known ahead of time. But then oh. we could have loaded it on that. Thing. It, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it, it out eventually, guys. Sorry. Work in progress. So couch critiques. Wow. I just. <laughs> what is that? Seven that seconds in. Want to, we want to start over. No. Should we do a we'll redo? No. 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 You don't get to do it. It's yeah. beto- between between all of us. I think we've collectively flubbed an entire episode with, i can't so. even say the i can't even say our name we right are so the couch critiques my name is Riker. this is my name's chandler i think <laughs> mason cool and we can all pronounce our own names i'll leave it to you now <sighs> all right it was my pick this week i picked the breakfast club shocking i know a movie from the 80s shocking mm. no way blown away the I, this is the heart of eighties, in my opinion, mm. Riker. Really? Yes. Okay. Mm. When you say eighties movie, this has to come up. When I think eighties movie, I would say John Hughes is definitely yeah. a name that I would associate with. He's 80s the movie. goat. Yeah, he is all over the prolific. Why? So like, over. so when I was watching this, I you know it's in Chicago, right? Why are all, most of his movies based in Chicago? Like Uncle sure. Buck was in Chicago. I'm pretty sure he's from there. Oh, is that why? Yeah, I think he no. grew up in Chicago. Well, think about um, Stephen King. Most of his movies are in Maine, Maine. right? Maine is such a weird NPC state. Yeah, it's it's like you know, they, some people have this like just this area that resonates with them. I guess, and that's what they do. Huh. They, and Chandler actually was telling me earlier uh, about the uh, the the city. Right, the city is made up. If from what I read. The city in the school name is completely fictional. It is a name that he made up and apparently used and referenced in all the movies that we just rattled off. Uh, Breakfast Club, Uncle Buck, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. 16 Candles. 16 yeah, Candles. Say, I forgot that about one. that one. Yep. You know, while we're weird, sitting here... Weird Science? Weird Science as well. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That's a oh, good yeah. one. But, like, was it say anything uh John Hughes movie as well? I think that was. I'll look real I quick. Think. No, I was gonna say since we're sitting here and you can see the shot of uh the where ninety percent of the movie takes place in the uh library, this is a very aesthetically eighties pleasing library with the fluorescent neon blue lights. I wanna say something about this library real quick. <laughs> Please do. You, you we pay taxes <laughs> for Dover High School. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That library. <laughs> brand new. Docks us a little bit. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. You know? I am. But the school's nice. Dover's new high school's nice. Yeah. But their library doesn't even come close. Come close to what yeah. that. They is. got sculptures, that, abstract art. They got neon lights. Like. Uh, a complete wreck. There's you two fi- floors. You find out later. There's a complete studio upstairs. Yeah, but I have there's never. Some, there's some facts about this library. Dude, I've never seen a library like that. That's like a city library, not a high school library, but very aesthetically pleasing. Now that I'm looking at it, I was trying to figure out what the hell that statue is in the center of the library. Don't know if any of you guys figured it's that out, but I could, art. couldn't figure it out. But um, but yeah. Oh, I didn't look it up. Okay. I wasn't interested in the 
statue in the middle of the building, but <laughs> that's that's on me. That's not on me. I have a feeling. I, I say I have a feeling Riker's gonna crush my dreams with his rating again <laughs> this week. So. No. Say Anything, by the way, was not directed by John Hughes. It wasn't even written by him. It was just one of the like 80s movies that was below this one on the uh, theme songs that we were looking at. So real quick, my buddy John uh, gave me some feedback on last episode of Speed. The movie that you were trying to refer to last week that you couldn't remember was Antichrist. Antichrist. Which one? Wait, I can't even you were, remember what the context was. You were trying to remember what movie... What what movie um, somebody else was starred in? I can't remember now. Oh, another actor had starred yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You I, said it was very gruesome and whatnot. I'd have to go back and listen oh, to it myself. But I bet you it was the movie. Um, I bet you it was the movie we were talking. So, uh, if you hadn't watched or have you haven't listened to last week, we were talking about uh, William Defoe being very well endowed. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that it was the, that was the name of the movie. Yeah, John. But, and, John messaged me and said, "Just so you know, Riker's referring to." <laughs> yeah. So actually, that movie is I. I'd heard this before, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't say it at the time. I forgot. I was actually re-listening to Speed earlier. Um, because I was checking our audio, and by the way, we apologize for that. Next time, we're uh, trying to fix yeah, it. We'll, we'll make sure we're good this time. Uh, so, in that movie, they actually had like sex doubles for that because it was like live. Oh, oh, it okay. was actual sex. But I think William Defoe is still. I think he's hanging dong. Pretty, this is I think it's two of us talking about William Defoe's dong, bro. <laughs> no, we're I'm gonna no, bring we're it up done. every no, episode but, if I can remember. Well, you, uh, also, uh, before you forget, is is Adam Sandler's wife in I this was movie? Just gonna say that Adam Sandler's wife <laughs> is she isn't tied in this. Into it? Okay, she hasn't really? been in Speed. She wasn't in Beyond the Pines. <laughs> she wasn't in Goodfellas. What's the Damn. we're caught up now? What's the kill ratio in this one? <laughs> this one, if we count um, the principals, or I guess the vice principals' dreams, then we're at one. <laughs> well, they don't. Larry Lester's uh, Larry Lester might have died after getting his buns taped together. Oh, that's true. They yeah. don't say what happened <laughs> to him. Oh, he was just miserable and crying afterward. Okay. Yeah, right. well, he didn't die. He might have. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be in Saturday school as like punishment <laughs> if somebody died from his. <laughs> that's true. His bullying. I think he'd be in court. Fair enough. Anyway, um, <laughs> before we get too far into it, uh, what else were, uh, I guess, where were we even at that we got to William Defoe's dong and... Uh, Adam Sandler's wife. Adam Sandler's I was wife. just giving John a shout out because oh, he, he he's an active listener. He's helping us out from afar. Th- and, th- and thank you to the Argentinian listeners and the Canadian listeners now. We have Canadian listeners We have a Canadian now. listener? Uh, we have multiple. What's on that boot? What? I, the, don't even get me started on... Look. Now, now they're gone. Sorry. <sighs> We are spreading. Okay. All right. We are getting more popular. Letterkenny isn't funny. <laughs> and neither is Trailer Park Boys. <sighs> wow. No, we it's just, not funny. Well, we, ju- we just lost them. Takes. <laughs> we just lost them. Thank you. Hot takes for very well-received <laughs> TV shows. And <laughs> so the reason I picked this movie is it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, uh, hold on. What are you doing? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do the thing I do now. What? what? Explain yourself. Why'd you pick this movie? <laughs> I would. I just was trying. <laughs> I know. That's why I, I didn't get to do the accusatory. Tell me why you picked this. This episode's off to a great, a terrible start. start. You mm. fumbled the opening, and now we're fighting. All, we're all sober. <laughs> yeah, I know. We gotta get hammered. But so one of my all-time favorite movies. Period. I've been wanting to do this one. I feel like it's a movie that a lot of people have seen. If you haven't seen it, good lord, go watch it please 
um i just feel like it's very popular and it holds up available on hbo max currently or, i guess max whatever that max. bullshit yeah. rebrand yeah. is quick summary five high school students from all different walks of life endure a saturday detention under the power hungry vice principal the group includes rebel john played by judd nelson why are you laughing at me oh just i know rebel. i can't i can't <laughs> just wait i just like I listening think I, off. I think i copy and pasted some stuff that's missing missing a few okay. words and what, what you call him john too is weird because it, it's bender <laughs> they call him bender the bender. whole time but they do say john occasionally you got the princess claire the outcast allison brian the brain andrew the jock and each has a chance to tell his or her own story and by the time the day ends they question whether school will ever be the same it's a quick little summary we got emilio estevez paul gleason anthony michael hall i can't pronounce that guy's last name janitor john capellos let's just go with that okay that sounds good i didn't look this one up so Judd i'm gonna Nelson, give it to you. molly ringwald and sally sheedy are all the main characters uh, ally sheedy sound like you said sally i thought i said ally it sounded like sally to me i'm, I'm sorry ahead. if you were right we're having a clip for sure this week. No, no, we're fine. We're fine. We're so. fine. I, I also got some other ones. Um, Perry Crawford was Allison's father. Uh, Mary Christian was Brian's sister. Ron Dean, Andy's father. Tim Gamble, Claire's father. Fran Gargano, Allison's mother. Uh, Mercedes Hall, Brian's mom. And Brian's dad was a little lovely cameo by director mm-hmm. john hughes that was him yep. that was that him, him buddy yep. the man the myth the legend yep and also uh claire's dad's bmw mm-hmm. supposedly was john hughes's car his own bmw huh. yep so do you want to get into the year of release slash earnings slash everything around the world yeah you, if you got yeah i got it up um year of release was 1985 uh shocker it was in the 80s for chandler <laughs> uh budget was one million dollars oh, what it made back was fucking nuts it made it, it made a killing oh, oh yeah domestic earning was 45 million uh made five million international so a total of 51 million dollars um also uh i didn't do this i've been trying to do this but i keep forgetting to because it's on the side of my list so the releases also in that year uh back to the future the goonies mm. weird mm. science mm. clue commando Clue is actually the movie I uh, I took my fiance to uh, with all of our friends and family invited. I rented a theater and really? I proposed At after Clue? the after the movie. Oh, no I way. said it was me in the theater with the ring and I got on one knee and proposed. So Aww. we must I'm a huge lameass. We must not have been friends yet because I wasn't there. <laughs> for those of you not listening i made big eyes i didn't look <laughs> didn't look directly at chandler after, chandler after he said that. what do you mean i was there yeah what mason was wait i was there did you not did you not get the invite oh man you were probably there two hours later <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, showed, he showed up after the movie yeah they are all gone i was like yeah that's why he said he didn't see it so then uh also commando better off dead uh fletch teen wolf Pee-wee's mm. Big Adventure and Brewster's Millions. You know, hell of a year. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, where Large Marge gets Pee-wee in the car and she like has that jump scare moment. Tell him Large Marge sent ya. Terrified me as a child. 
terrified me. Makes sense. I remember when we lived on Ray, and I watched it when you lived in the basement. That part came on. I fucking ran upstairs. I like how I was he, so scared. I like how he says when you lived in the basement. Like it was a whole separate building underground or something. I mean, it, it, was just a door, it was just a house. It was just a door and a couple steps, man. I, mean, I was I was like four. I was petrified. Yeah, there's, there's stairs. the stairs. He can't go downstairs. Not at four years old. <laughs> the shittiest basement but for whatever reason I wanted, I wanted my bedroom it down was there. a cool basement dude that shit was awesome yeah that's cool because it, the your the brother older, was down there older yeah. brother lore yeah anyway off topic again we're no, off to a great no, start it's fine. it doesn't matter so uh for the ratings uh what i got imdb had a 7.8 out of 10 you Rotten Tomatoes uh, gave it a 89, and the audience gave it a 92. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love it when you guys go farther than I did. That's great. I'm I appreciate sorry. that. No, no. I feel like I'm cutting you off. No, take it. Riker's, so, Riker's still talk. tired of talking. I talk too much, and I need to shut the so hell up. So on the way over here, uh, I was talking to a good buddy of mine, Rem, and uh, like a good friend, he typically shits on me all day, and uh, he goes, what movie are you going over this week? And I said, Breakfast Club. He goes, ugh movie fucking sucks i said what i said you were the one person who i've heard say that this movie fucking sucks i'm like i'm like why did it suck he was like it was fucking boring i'm like dude what are you talking about it's a great fucking movie this came out with uh not at a time where there were a lot of talking head movies but it was like starting to become okay to do like uh dinner with andre i think was out before this uh like they're just like movies where people talking uh it wasn't something that was done widely so now it's not like that big of a deal. There's like movies devoted entirely to. It. I think oh, I brought yeah. up. I think I brought up Phone Booth on this show. Before. Oh, Phone Booth is a good <laughs> yeah, movie. Phone Booth is them standing. He's standing in a phone booth the entire. It's like oh, yeah. one spot the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. So it's it is what it is. But yeah, they, I mean, I can see people being you know annoyed by the the lack of anything. Happening. I did. I, mean, I did find another person on Google. I was going to say, did you get Google reviews? What's happened about Sandra Bullock's milkers? (laughs) No. (laughs) I did find another one star on Google, though. (laughs) Shocker. This movie was boring after the first three minutes. Them them students sat in a library for the whole movie and just coped with each other. Absolutely (laughs) disgraceful with three shit emojis. (laughs) I wish I was blind. Hold on. The emo... Slash goth chick was getting on my nerves. What? <laughs> what? So hold on. What? Quick question. Does, yes. it, does it have the year that that rating came in? Like, I'm, I'm not saying that you would like. I didn't catch it. It's, it's all good. I next, believe it said within a year. Next time, I want to. I want to know like when they came in because like because like, okay. if it was at time of, they would have been like, well, they wouldn't have been able to do it at 1985. <laughs> Their computers are just now becoming prevalent. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious like. When these come in, like, what was the jackass? Like, they, they have no... A lot of these movies we go over that are older, right? You have to go into it with a perspective of, like... That's when... In the time. This, yeah, at the time. This was wild, right? Like, it wasn't like, you know... If it could captivate an audience for... Uh, was it 97 minutes i think if it could hold the audience attention for 97 minutes with just being kids in a library it's pretty good and i will say this because i'm i was i was going to ask you what the runtime was so 96 minutes is the official time uh i said 97 i believe 97 yeah 97 minutes my whole point is 97 minute movie and i don't know about you guys but from start to finish you feel like at least for me i feel like you were there the entire day with them start from the very start of the morning till you know when they're walking out of the school when they're done parents are picking them up the sun's going down it's you know i'm a fall spring whatever yeah 
So it's like well, it's wrestling season, September. so it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. Wrestling that's, season. That's so good. Catch. Towards it's the winter, in the, it's in the opening. They say the the date, right? September twenty fourth. Oh, that's right. Yep. So it, I I don't know. But I feel like after you watch that movie, you feel like you've been with them the entire, the entire day. day. Yeah, so, I feel like I spent eight hours watching this movie. What you were saying? <laughs> Sorry, I just no. had to dig in. Um, what you were saying about the Talking Heads movie, it just got me thinking. So there's one other bigger movie that I can think of that came out even before this that was just strictly just people talking was 12 Angry Men back in 1957. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only other, I guess, somewhat big Talking Head movie that they had. So for 30 years, nothing crazy came out until, you know, this. And I also, I wonder how old was the person that that wrote that review, right? They're definitely like probably 20. No, the, uh, or were they fucking 50 you know what i mean like i i guess like if they hadn't seen it at the time of you know what i mean like yeah. 50 years old like all these freaking kids inside this life i don't know anything about this none of the shit i don't want to hear anything about these young kids yeah actually leads me to my question um who like i, I haven't done this for a couple episodes mm-hmm. i really didn't have a good one for the last couple but who do you identify with most in this movie? Oof. Do you want me to rattle off real quick what each person did to get the tension real quick? Oh, yeah. If you sure, yeah, yeah. So, you got Emilio Estevez plays as Andrew Clark. He was the athlete. He was sentenced to a Saturday detention for taping another student's butt cheeks together. Uh, Pretty mild, but all right. Anthony Michael Hall, Brian Johnson, The Brain was sentenced to a Saturday detention for bringing a flare gun that was supposed to be used for a suicide attempt, supposedly. <laughs> I feel, I feel Holy like, shit. I feel like maybe we should have spoiler alerted before this. I, we also we, oh. we were too late into it, the spoiler alert for speed, because we were like, oh, go ahead and watch the movie now after we explained all of the deaths in the movie. It's okay. The movie came out in 85. Yeah. It's if you haven't for a seen while. It, like we, I said, if you haven't seen it, go watch yeah, it. Fox. Pause us, go watch it. Uh, yeah. that, that's your warning. Go ahead. Um, he has the constant uh, pressure from his parents to get good grades that drove him to that attempt. Uh, Judd Nelson, who plays John Bender, the criminal, he was sentenced to a Saturday detention for pulling the fire alarm. I've done that. Which did, you, almost, did you really? Oh, yeah, to church. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. that that's a whole nother. I can't wait to hear that later. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Uh, hold on, though. Real quick. Do you think that it was a false alarm? Now that I'm thinking about it? Or does everybody just think he's such a big liar that he was a false Like, it, he pulled it on his false alarm? Did you think <laughs> maybe he pulled the, fault, the, the fire alarm because Brian's locker was on fire? No. Okay. <laughs> I, yes, I, think, I, think, I think he was just walking down the hall and pulled it because why not yeah, fuck it I want to get out of this I'm, test I'm bored but then you have uh, Molly Ring- Ringwald <laughs> god I am struggling you tonight. two are related oh uh, yeah it's been a long week yeah uh, she plays Claire the princess she was sentenced to a Saturday detention for skipping school so she could go shopping relatable and then Allie Sheedy Played as Allison. She's the basket case who wasn't sentenced to any Saturday detention at all. She just had nothing better to do, according to her. Very so, cool. Wow. Back to Riker's question. Yeah, my question being, since we all have a little bit of backstory now, or a little bit of backing, what character resonates most with you? Wait, before we do this, do oh you want to try guessing each other's? Sure, I don't care. Okay, who wants to go first? What messed up game is this? Who wants to go first? 
Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Why not? Fuck it. I'll We're doing the you. guesses first? Yeah, and, okay. then, and then we'll just come right. and say it. I'll go first, whatever. I think that you're going to say Allison. Uh, even though it's a weird one. Okay. I think Mason, right. Mason is an Allison. I think okay. that's what it is. Okay. Actually, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not guessing what you're going to say that you are. I'm putting you what I think you are. So you're Allison. All and right. I think, uh, I think Chandler, I think uh, Brian probably resonates Brian. most with you. <laughs> I knew that was coming. You can know it's coming or not, but it's like it's easy. Oh. Yeah. You can like him or love him. All right. But I'm so stupid, man. I am not the brain. But I'm okay. not saying you're the brain. It's L- not listen. the brain. No. <laughs> not, that's not the. That's not the part of him I was talking about. That's why. I would- <laughs> Why are you here, Chandler? Well, I brought this flare gun. <laughs> yeah, brought a flare gun. That was gonna blow my I'm gonna end it all. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, Chandler, who do you think we are? Riker, I think you're uh, Emilio. I yeah, think I you're, an- you're Andrew. No, for sure. You are. You're, you're definitely the athlete, and uh, you stick up for people. You you know, two hits. <laughs> two me hits. Hit, me hitting you. <laughs> you hitting the floor. Yeah. Right. That's such a good line. And but, then. What do you think Mason is? Mason? Bender. Bender? I'm a criminal? I'm a goth criminal? You just don't care. But you, you just don't care. Why, you want me to explain why Allison for you? Because I kind of... Sure, yeah. But I told Chandler this earlier. Allison is a total Ryan Gosling in this movie. Oh, dude. Because Allison so doesn't talk and she broods <laughs> the whole movie. Except for when she does talk. And then she's just kind of pointed and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But she is... She is a. Uh, she's very much a quiet, like kind of like you know, that's like, fair. mystery figure in the that's background. Fair. And you've many times said, "I'm totally Ryan Gosling." I'm literally Ryan Gosling. I'm. I, I am him. So what? Are, who are we, Mason? You don't know me very well, other than I this don't, podcast. But, but I do know ahead. that you are an athlete. You, you did say Emilio Estevez already, so never mind. I mean, you he are agree- an athlete. He agreed with me, and you yeah. have ran a marathon. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I, my if anybody God. Hasn't, if well, hasn't heard yet. Well, if we didn't roll out the carpet for you, there you go. I, I ran a marathon. Uh, so, yeah, you, hands down, you're Emilio. I've run 27 miles this week. <laughs> hmm. It, mm, uh, mm, I'm, kind, I'm going to say Chandler was a princess. Chandler's a princess. All right. Are you player. kidding me, no, dude? See, look, in high school, in high school, dude, when I was a child and I seen you, uh, you you were this is the big, you were a, big quite a silver tongue devil. This is a big brother. What lore. the hell does that mean, dude? You had oh, well, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus on live camera, but I mean, you were a you were a silver tongue devil. He could talk his way out of a shoebox, so to speak. Well, he was good with women as well. Oh, with ladies' man. So yeah, he was a ladies' man, more of a bender, maybe. I mean, I guess yeah, could be a bender. Anyway, no. okay, no. Who are you, who would you put yourself as? Go ahead. Who you think? I mean. I was honestly going to say Brian just because of the spaz oh, and, peer, so and the was, pressure. Okay. You were right. Totally were, right. <laughs> I am not smart. I am not the brain. Um, but the stress and pressure he puts on himself, I'm there. That's me. See how he didn't turn down the princess? What? I'm not. Cla- <laughs> I am not Claire, dude. I was not popular until like my senior year of high school. It's, that's what. I th- that's that's what I saw you go in high school. Was senior yeah. year. You had the cool car. Big man on campus. Yeah. <laughs> all right well see honestly i didn't even think of an answer for this question for for me i was just, i you know i who did you relate to the most honestly if i'm going back to i would probably say in high school i would have probably been more of an andrew but it, it, it just 
the way he's painted though is like I don't think I've ever felt that way. Like he like he's can't make a decision for himself. That that's yeah. the biggest part of his character, and that's not like I don't really resonate with that. I think I'm more like actively like a Brian. I'd protect people. I'd do some of those. Or sorry, actively like an Andrew. I'd protect people and do all those things. But I'd also like I kind of feel like my mentality is more of a Brian. So like, but when I was watching like people talk about like people trying to associate because like everybody thought that like most people would say oh yeah i want to be bender bender's cool kind of yeah. thing but most people really resonate with brian because brian's yeah. like he's like an everyman like, he's there to like you know he just wants to you know get by and you know do his thing and like that's you know everybody feels that way for the most Sorry. part who did you resonate so the most with definitely in high school um i was definitely like an emilio estevez i wasn't good at sports Mm-hmm. But I, I I did participate in sports. Yeah, um, I wasn't good, but I was. There. I wasn't good. I was second string All American. All right. Hey, me me too, man. <laughs> Listen, I was a running back at a throwing school, so I didn't do nothing. Yeah, I wasn't very good, but um, I like you said, like I, I didn't do everything that Emilio did in the movie, and I wasn't a criminal, and I wasn't a princess. I wasn't very popular when I was in high school. I kind of like knew everyone. Uh, kind of made. I was good friends with everyone. So I mean, I, I, we were we were very much the same because that's, that's yeah. That's where I ended I was up friends with school. nerds, drug addicts, burnouts, uh, other jocks. Um, yeah, I nerds, weirdos. I didn't discriminate. No, I didn't, I didn't either. Yeah. I hung out with the D and D kids. I hung out with the fucking jocks. But I wasn't a criminal simply because I was petrified of my mother. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, yeah. Like I, like I said, I I kind of pegged Allison, and again. <laughs> most people like oh don't go to, to a different gender <laughs> but but honestly she's you know she's got that like she's got herself kind of figured out like allison out of all the bunch of these guys really knows who she is who she is more yeah. than anybody else and like she likes to keep people guessing yeah and she and she likes fucking with people yeah. that's that's the thing that she does but she also kind of like you know she reads the room and then comes up with her backstory or something right yeah she wants to make sure that she acts appropriately for how people perceive the way that mm-hmm. she's supposed to act she does which you know is kind of a typical kid thing to do where like whereas probably an Allison our age would be like I'll just do whatever I want to do I don't want to I don't care if you like me or not right so yeah. like yeah but yeah I, that's the question I was coming like they came into my head is like who do you associate most with um but I like did Actually, you just call me a whore on my own, on our own podcast? He totally, yeah, he totally right. did. You silver-tongued devil. Actually, I, I, I don't want to come out and say that. I did think about this question. I I don't know why I did, like I don't know why I blinked on it, but I did think about this question earlier. I was looking at this screen and I completely forgot. So when I was thinking about it earlier, I was like, I, I don't resonate now. Back in high school, I could say with these kids. Yeah, now. If I was watching this movie now, I resonate more with Carl than anybody else in this whole movie. Carl? Carl. The, the janitor? Carl yeah. the janitor. <laughs> Carl the janitor goes in, talks, like, he's like, yeah, whatever with these kids. And he just, like, he's like, I don't give a shit what yeah. any of you kids think. Yeah. And, he, like, and even with, like, the principal, he's like, or the vice principal, he's like, he doesn't care what he's yeah. like. He's like, I'm going to do my own thing. Even, like, blackmails the principal or vice principal later on. I keep fucking it up. I'm going to just start calling him by his name, uh, Dick. <laughs> Dick. Richard I mean, Vernon. Richard. Excuse me. Rich? Uh, Rich? Uh, no. Uh, so, I guess, let, let's get into the movie a little bit more. We, we've, we started to talk about, like, uh, questions and stuff. But we can start, like, talking about the movie. As we have been doing in the last few podcasts, mm-hmm. I don't know how we can break this up. 
because this movie largely takes place in a single room. So yeah. I think we can just talk about it in the overall yeah. Yeah. aspect because it's you know it's probably one of the short like most of the movies from back in the day, being eighties being back in the day because we keep ending up there or like two hours long. This is actually a shorter movie for where we were at. So I think there's really like one big like action scene in this movie where it's where they're all out in the hallways running and like, you know, doing that. So like, that's really the only way to break this movie in like parts, but like, it doesn't really even make sense. What I did think was interesting was, uh, John Hughes wrote this whole movie, like screenplay and stuff like two days. Oh yeah, Yeah, I did. It was like two fucking days. Yeah. Like, I was gonna tell you guys too. I've, I don't know why, but the the school. Mm-hmm. I was just fascinated with the school. Like, so Dude, the eighties aesthetic. I tried. Is just, well, I tried to. Yeah, well, I, tr- I tried to. It do was some, filmed in eighty four. So <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, is there because, like, dude, it's so aesthetically pleasing. I don't know what it is. The pastel is just. Ugh. There's so, there's some, but there's some stuff that I found about this school that just kind of shocked me a little mm-hmm. bit i'll just go down it real quick real quick to go to your point because i'm gonna shut up for a while and let you talk about the school and stuff because i didn't look any of that up i will say this is a it was a brilliant move on his part if he's thinking for like this movie's longevity right mm-hmm. a library is a perfect place to film like a, a school right because it's not they're not going to change drastically because a lot of li- like even now we're like 40 mo- forty years after this movie yeah. was made and libraries still look pretty much like this like now yeah. there's like some changes and like I'm sure that there are libraries that have like oh let's go through like a retro 80s theme that look yeah. exactly like this but like Rolodex and like you know like the card calendars that they had oh and, and the uh the, like the stamps and shit yeah, when you checked yeah. Them, yeah. everything everything is just the way that i would expect to see a library now and it's a brilliant idea on his part to put this put this in a space that everybody's going to recognize yeah that every high school is going to have and it's going to be you know easy for people to just look at and go oh yeah cool i, I know this place this yeah. Is, yeah i've seen this place i've been yeah. here so they can associate more with it but yeah and it's like you said it's very aesthetically pleasing and pretty yeah chandler do you have facts on this building i do and i don't know what drew me to it but i'm like i need to do more research on this building because it's i mean you guys remember seeing it from the outside it's a it's a crazy looking building yeah but uh like i said as we as we said Shermer high school was a fictional uh name Mm -hmm. and uh location that john hughes came up with um, the actual real name was Maine North High School, located in Des Plaines, Illinois. Uh, the exterior shots, the, uh, that was the North Maine High School was used for the exterior shots, mm-hmm. but the actual library was built inside the gymnasium of that building. Really? Yeah, the, the whole library was built in, inside the gym. Um, and then it was, uh, it's wait real quick. It, it is funny. You say that. Cause I was, I was thinking about that when I was reading some stuff about how they would do, um, I, like, I forget like rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So they were doing rehearsals while the set was being built. And was, and I, all I could think was like, what fucking set? Because I just assumed that yeah, they, they shot just it. filmed it in. Well, the the hallway scenes were obviously the that actual building, the hallway yeah. scenes and and whatnot. Um, and, then, and 
like I said earlier, I feel like I've been in all of those hallways oh, that yeah. we saw. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, John Hughes himself went to that actual high school. Oh, um, okay. Back in the day. Uh, the football field at the ending, uh, apparently that was right at the entrance of the Performing Arts Building. And that entrance was used in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, okay. So that's where that kind of came into play. So when you were talking about auditions, um, was it Judd Nelson? Yeah. Yep. yep. So uh, what he was wearing to his audition was what he wore in the movie. I. Uh, Did you see that? I, uh, I I listened to the director, or I guess not the director's comment, the uh, the behind the scenes stuff yeah. there uh so yeah that did you do you know the rest of the story no so, so he was telling a story and i gotta i gotta tell you judd nelson gives off major major charlie sheen vibes to me <laughs> like you could take Banging everything six gram rocks baby i got tiger's blood <laughs> take everything he says with a grain of salt like that's why like i was like listening to it, i was like yeah sure he was like he was being so rowdy in the like in the waiting room for the auditions mm-hmm. that the 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 person behind the counter uh, or I guess like the receptionist was like called security on him and security was coming up and as the elevator with security was opening they called for Judd Nelson to come into the room and he like snuck it like he left into the room I was like I don't I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how much I believe you but like that's what he said and then yeah he said he auditioned as Bender so he went in there like he's like because eventually they're going to ask you to prove that you can be that character yeah. so i'm going to prove that i'm that character well then it went they wanted emilio estevez to play as bender mm-hmm. and then emilio was like mm, no and then they got him to play andrew so real quick i gotta ask you guys did you guys look up the ages of these actors i think at the john time? nelson was like 24 they were all in their 20s weren't oh, yeah. they oh my friends would you like to play a guessing game with me real quick sure okay of the kids who do you believe was the oldest kid it's gonna be a mind blow i'm gonna say brian brian uh, brian i think i think bender judd judd nelson was the oldest judd nelson was the oldest you want to you want to say how old you think judd nelson was 25 he was 24 damn shit (laughs) so shit brian though uh, Brian and Claire, uh, I don't remember exactly. Sorry, I killed. Uh, just call him Anthony Michael Hall. And uh, why don't I have Claire's name right in front of me? Uh, oh, where Molly, Wing- Molly Ringwald. Yeah. One, Molly Ringwald. One of the most famous people in the How 80s. The yeah. I'm a jackass. Anyway, so those two were the youngest at 16 really? years old. And I would wow. like to remind everybody, in this movie, <laughs> Judd Nelson sticks his head between her legs and looks at her yeah, panties. Ma- yeah, Mason, there's a panty shot. There's a panty shot in this weird. one, too. Also, yeah, let me go through the kill count real quick. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I, we were talking about panty shots, and I reminded me of Speed last week. <laughs> when we were talking about the, the elevator. Uh, but yeah, so the the ages, I'll go through them. Uh, Andrew uh, Emilio Estevez was 22 at the time. Uh, Brian Michael Anthony Hall was 16. Uh, Claire was uh, Molly Ringwald, and she was 16 at the time. Allison was 21 years old at the time. Oh, wow. Would you like to guess the age of Carl during the filming of this movie? 40? I'll say 40. I want to say... 37. Carl was 28 years old. Huh? Oh my god. Well, he didn't age well. <laughs> L- little fun little, little fun fact about Carl. Yeah, go for it. And I just I just caught this uh yesterday. 
Did you happen to pause at all in the opening credits to catch all the quick cuts? Uh, yeah, it was actually one of my fun facts. I did not know they they pan to a, a display case, and display he case. went to that oh. he went to that school. But That's you, how I know his right name. Right there, yep. Man of the Year. That's how I know his name is Carl Reed, and not Car just Carl, because that's all they ever call him was Carl yeah. Reed, or uh, they ever they call him Carl when he shows up. But yeah, he is in one of the display cases, and not many people notice that as they're going through. Um, and it's yeah, it's interesting because like it, it's. It's kind of showing, like, he went to this school. So yeah. he could have been one of these kids, right? Like, he could, like, was he Andrew? Because he was man of the year. Maybe, like, because he's super popular, right? Maybe, and then he just ended up as the janitor. Maybe he's the bender of the group where he was, like, you know, like, just didn't give a shit. And all of a sudden now he is this. There like, he he's is. right there. Yeah, 19, yeah. 1969. 1969. So that means that he graduated, like, about six years before the movie was uh like out right mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's interesting right you see like the the people i don't it's it's wild though like right you think the first instance that you see carl is in the like when he shows up cleaning up the the room inside of the library so very thorough well, job then, cleaning the library yeah, well, <laughs> and, then it, and then through the movie you're trying to figure out at least for me you try to figure out who the who the vice principal was mm-hmm. back in the day and i think he was a bender back so, in the day that's why he relates to him yeah. so much and gives him so much shit well actually well carl i guess the actor that played carl um he said that the way he played his character was that he pretended that that vernon was somebody that taught him was one of his teachers back in the day mm. so when he like when he's talking to him he's kind of giving him some shit but it's because he like he had him and that's why whenever he says, I, these, I think about how these kids are going to be the ones taking care of me when I'm older, and he's like, I wouldn't count on it. Well, he even, well, he even says, uh, the kids haven't changed, you've changed. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, he's there's a history for sure. So, one thing I wanted to get on, um, I know this movie came out in 85, and what, you both graduated 2010, around that time frame? Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, so I graduated 2017. So from compared to this movie, how closely related is it to when you guys were in high school? And then I'll tell like how closely related it is to when I went to high school. Because, I mean, we also went to vastly different schools. But. Right. Well, and then I was going to ask you guys, too, which our questions can go together. It's, yeah. it's not going to mess up your question. I was, uh, how many did you guys ever get detention? Suspended? Oh, Expelled? Yeah, I've been suspended. I had, I had no joke two detentions for what what did you do you weren't a bad kid i was just <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a bad boy you were silver tongue you was a good you, you was a whore late <laughs> he got caught in the janitor closet with too many girls oh my god that you can go na- back to my mazda that's nasty <laughs> that's nasty that's your daddy. no i i don't even remember i late to class too nobody many. fucks with daddy <laughs> <laughs> sorry i forget the speed quote back jesus uh I, I can't even remember. Late to class or something, but I never had to come in Saturday. Never got expelled, suspended, nothing. But really? um, it's just funny that watching this movie that clearly detention back then is different. Oh, yeah. From 
what we had to even go through. Yeah. Well, I don't know? think this is detention. This is like something a little like it's the next level, right? This isn't detention. Saturday school, whatever. Was, Saturday school, but yeah. I think Saturday detention was a normal thing back then. It could have been. I, I mean, I, I I okay. So <laughs> this is where I'm a Brian. I never had any. You never Ooh. got in trouble ever. I never got a single detention. I never got like a. Never got like a yellow, red, or whatever fucking card they have. Nothing. We didn't have cards. No, no, no cards on my back. We had at one point during like fifth grade, we had like or maybe fourth grade, we had like punch cards to show if you did something bad. I got one punch. What did you do ever while we were playing? Um, <laughs> we were like, it was uh, it was a game of like whoever has the ball, you just go beat the shit out of <laughs> so it was like if you're, if you're carrying the ball you got drilled and like tackled and stuff like that so we're playing full contact like tackle fighting out on the recess like grounds and they saw us doing it and they're like oh you're in trouble and they gave us a punch on our punch card i never had a detention i actually had a teacher say like you never had a detention i'm gonna give you detention just so you know what having a detention is like oh. and i was like don't do that why he do sound, i want to do that he sounds like a vernon no but wait so okay so you were in sports in high school did they give you any type of leeway when you got in trouble they didn't give a shit I'm pretty sure my uh, I had a Dover D on the back of my car when I was in high school. I got pulled over at like 1 a.m. for speeding, mm-hmm. and the cop let me go. That's still that's yeah. Still- I had a Canton McKinley Bulldog, and they purposefully pulled me over. They said you're a criminal. <laughs> you're in trouble. What do you want me to do? Jesus, no, that's still a thing. I can vouch for that. I won't go into details because I don't want to name specific people or anything. But that is still a thing. Uh, I was also 100. It's you, a small sl- town. You slap the Dover D on your car, you get out. I was anything. also I was also very nice to the officer that pulled me over. I called him sir. Like, I'm, that's good. I'm a big must be uh, nice. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big rules follower for the most part, except for you know speeding when Mason, I'm heading Mason back home. got accused of murder for having a bulldog on the back of his car. Yeah, that's they, true. Me, they said they said is that a is that a Kent McKinley bulldog? Poppy drunk. You're in Maslin, <laughs> sir. Please step, step out of the car. Have you been drinking? How old are you? Sixteen? Where's the drugs? All right, you're going to prison. No, I so I got. I've had when I was in high school, I had three detentions. Got suspended once, and that was about it. And all my detentions were uh, for skipping skipping school or showing up late or not showing up to class. Um, That's what mine. Were. And my one suspension was uh, I got in a kerfuffle with one of my teachers. A what? A kerfuffle. Does that mean a fight? Or no, like we got an, into an argument. argument. Okay. So when you say kerfuffle, it makes me feel like you, like you guys were like, I don't know, having a slap fight. <laughs> no, like so, like the, the one was a, like I, it was in this stupid fucking class, and like I was tired, and I put my head down. She was mad at me or whatever. Told me to get uh, wake up or something, and everyone else was asleep. So I was like, no. And she's like, well, you're gonna do what I say. So I was like, no. Long story short, I ended up getting into an argument. She tells me to go down to the office. I'm like, okay. And then I walk out, walk back in. Where the fuck is the office? And she's like, down the hall to the right. I'm like, oh, okay. But other than that, I wasn't that bad of a kid. I learned that. I did get into an argument with a teacher once, which I think it was funny because I, I think the administration took my side because they like, this kid's never in trouble. What's going on here? It had to be a philosophical argument. I don't see you getting into an argument about something dumb. Uh, so there was a there was a teacher that gave me a I forget what it was. There was a he gave me a grade on a paper, mm-hmm. and it was like 
85 or something like that, mm-hmm. which was a B. And it just said on my paper, the only corrective thing on it was like, pictures didn't have color. And I was like, what? okay, so like my diagrams didn't have color. All right, whatever. That's weird that you would de- deduct for something you didn't even say yeah. you wanted. And then I looked at another friend's paper and I was, and he was, he had like a 94 or 95. And I was like, so you got a 95? He's like, yeah. I was like, do your pictures have color? He's like, no, he showed me his paper. His look. So his, he just didn't fucking like you. He looked exactly <laughs> the same as mine. So I went to the teacher. <laughs> I went to the teacher and I said, hey, can you explain to me why you deducted these points from me? And he said, well, you didn't have color. And I slapped my friend's paper on the desk. I was like, what about him? He doesn't have any deductions. And his his stuff isn't in color. So could you explain as to yeah, why? But, like, yeah. why? And he's like, oh, well, then he's got an 85 now, too. And I was like, why was it a 94 before, and yeah. now it's an 85? Yeah. Because I've called you out on it. What's the difference here? And he was just like, well, it's what you pointed out. So I had to go down to the principal's office to report the teacher. And I was like, listen, I don't care if you change my grade it yeah. doesn't matter to me but the fact that he changed my friend's grade to lower is bonkers he's doing this to be weird or vindictive yeah. i don't i don't know just change my friend's grade back i don't care about mine it's not that big of a deal it's a b not an a who gives a shit <laughs> i didn't say who gives a shit because i was too nice to like do that at who the gives time. a poop but i was like what a jackass. <laughs> and then I think I, like after they they fixed it, they made like him put his grade back to normal uh-huh. and they so all of it got left the same. And uh, and then I think there was like a substitute teacher in the room or something like that and he said something to me and I just I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I just turned my back <laughs> on him and he turned to the sub and he was like, this way it always is with him or something like that. Was like, what the hell? He was the only guy I ever had a problem with. And then years later, he saw my mom. He's like, oh, how's your son doing? He's such a, he's such a good guy. And I was like, I told my mom, I was like, fuck that guy. If you see him, tell him to fuck off. Tell him I said, fuck you. If you see him again. Just we are vastly different. If I would have got that and noticed that on my friends, I'd have been like, what a fucking dick. But hey, at least it's a B. I, I was like, I was like, I just like, I want to know. Like he also was the kind of like he had this rule that if you if your pencil wasn't sharpened at the beginning of class, you had to pay a quarter or whatever to sharpen your pencil. Oh my god. Blow me. Which I was like if he tries to make me pay to sharpen my pencil ever, that are, that my I'm parent. going to leave the room and walk down to another classroom, Sit in. walk into their room, <laughs> sharpen my pencil, and then when they ask what the hell's going on, I'll be like, oh, my teacher said that I couldn't sharpen my pencil without paying him, so I thought I would come down here so I wouldn't have to pay. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but it was this teacher, so you can go talk <sighs> to him. I, he was such a dick, and I, I, I would love to. I'm not going to say name, name drop it. No, no, I'm not going to say his name. No, no, no. Everybody, like, if anybody's listening to this from our city, they would know exactly who the hell I was <laughs> yeah, talking about without me doing it. We can't do that. Uh, I'm not going to do that. So let's 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 ring back into the movie. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, we've been derailed. So let's get back for the first time into the movie. We were talking about the building, and you are you through all your building facts? Yeah, I'm done with the building cool. facts. So let's talk about uh, drop off. I think like that's one of the bigger scenes. I yeah. guess, like I guess, more notable scenes for the entry of the movie because we start off showing like whole bunch of spots within the in within the 
school like, like hey check this area out like here's the play or, or here's this stage and here's this classroom and here's this hallway and here's the, the display case with carl in it mm-hmm. but then we end up in the in all of the all the cars kind of seeing the relationships between the kids and their parents right right and the first the first one we end up in is uh it's claire right yep and we claire's like you know she instantly acts like she's better than everybody she even talks to her dad uh yeah talks to it talk could, to her dad like you know um i don't belong here you couldn't get much. me out of this right what the hell is he supposed to do? Pay the school to not have you in detention? When she skipped class. Yeah, it's like, such a dumb, like, I guess a dumb entitled thing to say. Yeah, and she even says later in the movie that her dad's the favorite out of her parents. Yeah. You know, like, the like, daddy gets her out of everything, clearly. Yeah. But but yeah, like that's that's wild to me. Like, it's just like, it's it's such an interesting, like, everybody's She is very different. conceited. For sure. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, listen, honey, it doesn't make you any like you're not any worse for having to go in for a detention." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that's a weird like thing, the weird conversation." Then we jump to, uh, is it Brian's car next? I think you. I think we do Andy's first. Is it Andy's it's first? Andy's dad lecturing him about he's not even mad for what he did. It's, no, it is. Sorry, it's Brian's car first. Is it? Yeah, because I remember seeing them pull away because it's. But you, uh, go ahead and talk about Andy's dad because we—it doesn't matter what order we do him. Yeah, I, I just, Andy's dad isn't even mad at him for what he did to that kid. It was—he's more lecture him that he got caught, and he's worried about his uh, his Nobody's schol- going to get the scholarship. His scholarship, you know, he clearly uh, the dad's worried about uh, paying for school. You know, like you know, he's like the more sc- clearly the more athletic scholarships you get, the better. Yeah, yeah. it's. It's too, like, did you notice uh, there are two vanity plates in this movie? Did you notice them? Mm-mm. Vanity? I didn't actually. Vanity plate? You know, uh, like a custom plate for your car? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I didn't even look at the plates. Okay, so there is uh, so uh, Andrew's car, his dad, there's truck, uh, has uh, the vanity plate O H I O S T. Really? Ohio State. Ohio State. So that's why he's like really scared that Andy is going to lose his scholarship because he wants him to go to Ohio State. It looks like I didn't catch that. That's a good one. There's another one too. Uh, so Brian's mom is freaking out on him as he's just like, "Is this going to be the first or the last time?" And he's like, "That's the last time." Obviously. He gets this shit from his little yeah. sister. Too. And his, yeah, his little sister's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he's he's like yeah, I love how he's staring daggers at the little <laughs> sister too like you little fucker what are you talking about so yeah then yeah she's like you better make your make make your time as best you can make use of your time and he's like we're just supposed to sit there so he's like you better figure out how you're gonna do something and then when we pan out that's how I remembered the vanity plate on Brian's car you guys want to take a guess what Brian's car vanity plate is it's got to be some is it a college. No, it's not a college. No? No. I have no idea. No idea. It is EMC2. Oh. Oh, shit. E equals MC squared. Okay. Damn. Which I thought okay. was wild. I was like, that's interesting. Were those only two? Yeah, those are the only two. And I don't think there was... I, I mean, I can keep it. I'll, I'll just push play because we've yeah, got the movie up right now. Uh, Claire's uh, dad's car would be the only other one. Yeah, because um, Judd just walked up. Uh, actually, sorry. Uh, Allie's parents are there as well, but... They drop her off, but she—they don't even say yeah, bye she, to her. They drive yeah, off. She tries to drop. 
She just she walks uh, out of the car, tries to walk up to her parents, and they just drive away. See, like that would that would never that would be in uh, my school. That like I feel like the bullying in my school was completely different than what it is like. <laughs> maybe what you guys had or what they had. Now, honestly, I didn't. I didn't know. Or I didn't notice a lot of bullying in in school. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, I don't think we see the. We, there's no license plate on uh, Claire's car, and we don't see the license did plate. You on. Ever, did you ever think that he lives right across the street? I thought he was walking. Yeah. That Bender is why. Yeah, because he's walking in. Yeah, I mean, if he does, then it doesn't make any sense that he walks through the football field at the end of the movie away from oh, like everything well, else. That's gonna true. go buy more dope. You that's me. true. I mean, he yeah. also is probably not going home because Bender's, right. Bender's home there life is, is a little messed there up. There is a fan theory about that. There is a fan theory. All right. I mean, it's not much of a fan theory, but it's uh, it's it, it's logical. The reason he racks up all these detentions is so he doesn't have to go home. <laughs> I mean, he tells his story about his parents, which yeah. which you debate the whole entire movie whether he's telling the truth or not. I think he is, but. Yeah, but- he could, yeah, he could go anywhere. Though. I mean, like, right. but this is just like an excuse to have somewhere warm to go, right? Right. So, and and then also later on, and at the end of the movie, we're jumping way far yeah. in. We, when he's like talking to Carl, I was like, "See you next Saturday." Yep. Because like, like another thing. Yep. Like, hey, yeah, I haven't had a Saturday off in years, so <laughs> it's just kind of like that's the way it is. So that's the way he goes. So yeah, I don't know. The the the, it's just very interesting to see the different dynamics we have. The, you know, the overly, you know, instructive parent for uh, Brian. We have the overly aggressive parent in uh, Andrew's dad. We have Bender's parents not at all there. And then the other girl's parents are just don't Allie's give a parents shit. don't care. And Claire's dad is like, listen, honey, it's not going to make, it's not any different <laughs> for you, blah, blah, blah. He's just, he just kind of trying to like paint it off as like, yeah, you're better than everybody else, but listen, it doesn't make you any lesser of a person for having to go to Saturday school, yeah. and there's nothing I can do to stop it, so whatever. But yeah, it's interesting. We, that's how we meet everybody and kind of get that feel of like, you know, your parents kind of do shape like the way you're going to be, so like the fact that she's a princess is because her parents she's are rich, treated, yeah. right? And yeah. The, yeah, and she's treated as such at home. Well, she even says when they first sit down in the library, she and the vice principal comes in. She flat out says, "Sir, I don't, I don't think I belong I think in yeah. here." It's yeah. like uh, you mean the world's nicest library? Where else? Yeah, where, right. else where else do you want to go? Yeah, what? Where is detention <laughs> best for you, ma'am? Yeah, it's it is wild to have that comparison, but yeah, it's it's neat to get to like to get the feel for those things, and like later on we find out that you know Allie, her biggest like problem with her parents is that they ignore her, and that's exactly what they do at the beginning of the movie. Yep. And Brian, Brian's mom is overly critical of her uh, of him, and and we have Andrew's dad who is only concerned about his like you know future his future school, and he's gonna fuck it up just by you know doing the stuff that got him. Well, didn't his dad tell him too that like he used to do that shit or something? Yeah, so that was the reason he was was pretty much he was pretty much trying to justify that pranks are okay. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you you don't don't have any fun. You don't don't cut loose. You know, you don't do these things. So like that's why he's like, well, I better do this because my dad like that. That's actually a thing that I was reading that like each one of these characters we get a, we get a confession from yeah like we get like a a snippet into their like real life because obviously they're characters right they're like the there's the popular girl there is the athlete 
there is the brain and there's the criminal and there's the outcast right Mm -hmm. we have all of those things and they're just kind of like the way that they're written is these like overly dramatized characters but each one of them is more than just that thing and you know that's you know high school right you have clicks you have all these different like things that people fall into as character or like categories but there's more to those people than just that thing and it's just kind of like the way of like hey look deeper jackass like you can find like Mm -hmm. more in that person so i think i think hughes's um goal is to show that uh no matter who you are no matter your differences everybody has common uh issues problems uh likes dislikes you're always going to find something in common with somebody else if you take the time to get to know them so, so what what do you think because Riker was showing us earlier about the movie called The Class which is <laughs> fucking awful why do you think that you know these 80s movies can encapture that high school like thing rather than them coming out today like there's so many like 16 candles there's this um there's uh fast times at what is it ridgemont, ridgemont. ridgemont high that's yeah. a good yeah. one too so i mean like uh, there's three right there that came out on the 80s but like the 90s didn't have any the 2000s didn't have i mean and if they did they were god awful but like what do you think that is ca- captured in here that can't be captured now i don't want to blame it on technology but i think that's a major part of it yeah. like realistically so even if i feel like even if you had detention now or saturday school you would just find a way to mess around on your phone or something to pass the time you wouldn't want to talk to anybody in there anyway well so what they know? did when i had detention they, they they took our phones so and we didn't have saturday detention we had like after school detention mm. because no one's parents i went to an inner city school no one's parents is driving them to a saturday detention and if you get a detention and you don't show up you get suspended so they're like, well, they're not going to even show up on Saturday, so why not just have it after school? So, yeah. I mean, I can see where you're coming from the technology aspect of it. They, I mean, there's there's actually technology in this movie. None of the kids like behind Allie um, are a bunch of computers. There's a line of computers yeah, behind well, Allie that yeah. nobody ever really like even fucks with. And that's because it's the 80s, and like I said, computers are kind of eh, back then. But if you think about it, I, I think... To answer your question, I think the reason that we don't see we don't see any movies about high school that are equivalent to th- what we had back in the eighties is because most of the time, like with it's just the writer. Like if you, yeah. th- it's the person that's writing it. John Hughes is great. Sorry, I have the I have the movie going as we're uh, as we're kind of talking, and I, I'm trying to pause it as Allie walks in because there's a row of computers right behind her. But if, if the like, if you think about it, John Hughes writes these characters brilliantly. Yeah, I see him, and and they're all like different parts. He actually said to the actresses and actors that like these are parts of me. I'm all of these things, yeah. and I split my personality into all of them and kind of exaggerated mm-hmm. them. But if you like think about like movies now, like there's a lot of ones that are kind of like I don't know, it's just just shittily done because I don't think they have good writers. Like yeah, Mean Girls, mm-hmm. it's a great fucking it was, movie. Uh, yeah, that's I mean that, those are one of the written by somebody that is a very like a very good writer and and it, it's. It's it's great to see because yeah. like, you have that, but then you have the fucking remake, which is a musical yeah. for whatever reason. But it's just there are a, like 
I think there are movies that do a good job of encapsulating. I honestly think that Easy A is a pretty good uh, encapsulation of like high school life and stuff like that. Yeah, well, but twenty one or is it twenty one or twenty? Twenty one or twenty two? Where Jump they were Street. in high school? <laughs> yeah, that one was you know Jump it wasn't it was over dramatized, but I mean like yeah. it was you know. Well, they, I mean too, they had they had stuff going on that I wouldn't have had to exp- like experience back in high school too. Yeah. It was like oh, it's like you think that driving that gas guzzler is gonna be cool? <laughs> they, like my mine runs on like peanut oil or something. Yeah. Like, and they yeah. talk about cars and stuff. It's just yeah, it could be different times too. There are yeah, it's different times, but also I think that yeah, I think too writing stuff. Writing stuff about this time period is a little bit easier for the fact that what Chandler said, technology wasn't as advanced. It's harder to like, it's easier to like just put people in situations where you have to be present. Like, yeah, now you can just be away on the phone at the time. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So if you were to force people, like if you were to write a movie where people had to be forced to be in the now, now they might not Res- function yeah. as well as, as yeah. people back in the 80s would have because. I'm- they I mean, can't. I mean, realistically, it was either write their thousand-word essay or just sit there BS with each other. Yeah, you know, they ended up later in the movie. They end up playing music and whatnot. Yeah, you yeah. know, they find a you know uh, studio upstairs to blare some music. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, we, that's we have, about it. W- you know? I, I will say one thing <laughs> that kind of tells a little bit about this movie, right? <laughs> that like we have talked for probably about 55 minutes now about this movie and haven't talked about this movie. Right. We've talked about <laughs> our own the, our own. the way this movie yeah. makes us feel, right? And the way it makes you think, this right? This movie pulls on some strings. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about like where uh, we, all we've really covered in this movie is the entrance to the building. Oh yeah. They're all sitting down. Yeah. In like, in this in this room at this point, and what and typically we would be almost like halfway through a movie yeah. at this point. So we have to s- skip some stuff. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't really need to skip stuff. Because, like, it's all kind of like covered in in that bit. There is there there are some like fun like little like Easter egg things in there. There's like the, the stuff that like kind of like resonates with like people t- talking shit to each other, and you know, it's, it's like the clashing of personalities, yeah. and. <laughs> You got Bender calling uh, calling Brian a uh, was it Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby? Like yeah. it's just like it's and he, he calls everybody fucking dildos at one yeah. point. Like there's like there's a whole bunch of different like you know insults that kids would use even to like I remember like a two hits me hitting you you hitting the floor like that's <laughs> that's that, that's totally something that would I would have heard in high school and like I really I went to high school twenty years after this movie went or twenty. Four twenty-five years after this Mine movie, was just uh, I'll beat the fuck out of you. Well, I that. <laughs> it, I it, it evolved to, ten years later. I didn't go to an inner city school. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't have uh, I didn't have metal detectors at my entryway. Yeah, we had dogs. No, <laughs> we had dogs. <laughs> dogs. Um, but yeah, it's it's wild. Like this this movie is. This is what it does. Yeah, it's in a, it's 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 interesting. I will say though. I mentioned earlier that I think I associated more with Carl, right? <laughs> After watching this, because I'd watched this movie when I was younger, and I watched this movie, yeah. just, I told him I watched it, I think, maybe like six or seven months before, mm-hmm. he had said, oh, let's watch this movie for the podcast. Um, I don't... I don't like any of these kids anymore. I don't. Really? I don't. Um, going through it and watching like this is just like... Bender is such a fucking dick. 
and Andrew is... He's a pussy. Andrew is up his is own he, ass. But is he as much of a dick as he comes off? Because I've noticed he'll talk shit, and then he like goes into this, like... <laughs> you can tell he's like, oh, why did I say that? You know, or he starts feeling he like he looks mopey after he makes his point. Like he 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 keeps switching back and forth. I it's, I actually so I'm old now. I, this is the way I feel after watching this. <laughs> you're because two I'm years like, older than me. I look at this movie and I think I I feel bad for these kids. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't think of it as like as like oh these like oh yeah these yeah I can totally resonate with these kids. I'm like I feel bad for these kids. This we're looking at Brian right now, Brian. I feel bad for Brian. Somebody needs to tell Brian it's okay not to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect, man. It's the the world will move on if you're not perfect. It's okay. Your parents might be really fucking focused on it, but it's fine, dude. He thought about committing suicide over grace. Over a C? Was it? Yeah. Or, no. Or was he, it a no, D? No, he fl- no, he he got an F in shop. It was well, it was just on that he got elephant light. Whatever the hell something, it was. Something like that. But he got an F in shop, and he even says later in the movie that even if he aces the rest of the year, he's be- not gonna- best he's getting is a B. Yeah, which is fine. That's a f- B is I fine. Killed- I, I prayed for a C. I would have killed for a B. Listen, I, I, I'm gonna- C's get degrees, baby. Again, I was, uh, <laughs> I was a huge... Uh, could be two shoes, and what I had nerd. I had straight A's. Of course, you did. Why would you? He ran a marathon, straight A's. Straight A's all the way high school. Yeah, I was uh, I was all Ohioan in yeah. track or whatever. Anyway, you're my hero. Go- <laughs> you're when my I grow up, I want to be like you're my hero. <laughs> but but yeah, like, I, like, I want to grab these kids and shake them. Like just like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is this not as bad. Just enjoy this, guys. Like, I think, I think it's it's everything that I hated in school. Hearing somebody like, "Listen, this is the best time of your life." Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut shut up. I don't want to hear that. It's whatever. Best time of my life. I'm like really awkward and don't know how to act around people. That's this is the best time of my life. But if I could go back, I would be killing it. Yeah. But I can't go back. That's and, the fastest four years of your life. So I would love to oh, go yeah. back and like shake Bender and be like. Listen, your parents are fucking assholes, but that doesn't mean you have to treat everybody else in the world like a fucking asshole. They're not going to be that way. And Andrew, d- just chill out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need, you don't need to deal with your goddamn dad's shit. Your dad, that's him. You're different. You're a different human being, and I know that you feel the pressure that he's putting on you, but just chill out. What would you say to the outcast? She's just there. The outcast? I'm like, you've got to figure (laughs) it out. Get a life. Don't worry about (laughs) your parents. I mean, your parents are, are, you know, you you think that they don't care about you. If you were gone, that would be the only thing they were thinking about, right? they They would care so much if you were gone. But you, as a human, can function without them. Like yeah. you've learned already that you don't need them and that you can move and you could go anywhere. You don't need to be them. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's like, and then Claire was like, just get the fuck over yourself, Claire. Right. Listen, everybody else is a human just like you are. And you, like, you can like whoever you like and you can be whoever you want to be. You don't have to, like, you know pit your parents against each other to like you know get a get a feeling i know that you're like like oh like we get that point of which she's talking about 
I feel like they're using me as an object. And if they got divorced, who would I go live with? My brother. That's not an option. Yeah. You would have to pick a parent to go live with. Your brother's not going to take you in. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, like everybody wants to go live with, oh, my cool older brother. Like Mason would definitely want to live with Chandler. That's the way it would be. He would go live in the basement. He'd go live in the basement with him and he he would be all over it. But you can it, share a room with Gavin. But it's just so, Absolutely not. It's so fucking frustrating because it's just like, like I'm looking at these kids, and then, then we get Carl. Carl walks in, and he's like, he's like, hey, Brian, what's up? Because he like talks to Brian all the time, right? Yeah. And then Brian is shy. He's like, I can't fucking say anything. And then we got Bender. He's like, does your dad work here? Like, just fucking with Brian. Like, already giving him shit. If I were Carl, I'd have been like, shut the fuck up. Well, I, I, I can't tell if Hughes was trying to show that that's how unpopular brian is like he made friends with the janitor but i also clearly you figure out that carl was the one that found the uh flare gun in the locker yeah had to be you know so that's probably why he knows brian by first name at this point no i think too i think also i think brian is just like again i fall into that everyman category He's like, 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 whatever. I don't have to prove anything to anybody. Like, yeah, like, like, I'll say hi to the janitor, whatever. Yeah. And then he gets into this room with all these people. He's got the popular kids looking at him. Yeah. He's got this like bully that's like kind of like you know waiting for any opportunity to fuck with him. And he's like, he's like, oh, don't say anything. You can't say anything. But then after the whole movie progresses and we get to the end, we have Brian saying goodbye to Carl. He doesn't give a shit anymore. He's kind of evolved in that way. He's like, he's like, I, because if you think about it, later on in the movie, when they're having their conversation, I would never, I would never, like, I wouldn't say hi to all of you guys. I wouldn't treat you guys differently. <laughs> yeah. Even though he just did that to the janitor at the beginning of the movie. And I think he realizes that. And at the end of the movie, he goes, like, that's fucked up. I should say hi to the Carl. I talk to Carl all the time. Well, then Bender's like, see you next Saturday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bender's like, yeah, it's whatever. Bender doesn't give a shit. Bender wants to fuck with anybody to fuck with him. So, like, I'm sure Bender knows Carl. And he just, like, he didn't... I was trying to figure out the entire movie, too, if they're all in the same grade. Like, if they're all seniors. I think they are. Because it seems like in the opening credits, they're focusing a lot on the senior class. But Bender, he's like, he even looks at, he looks over at uh, Allie and he goes, I've seen you before, you know. And points to her. I'm like... No shit. I'm like, I would hope so. I mean... Yeah, you go to the same high school, guy. But, you know, you got to think about it. You know, if you were a senior, you didn't really bump into the underclassmen that much. You know, Mm, they tried to... Occasionally. But that's what I mean. I'm like, so are these different... Are these different graduating classes in this library? Are they all seniors? You know, But I always wondered that watching it. Do you think after this Saturday they went back to the same shit? Do you think yes. they changed that all? No. Or no, no. You think they went back to the same shit? Anytime that I've watched this movie, I've thought about what you just asked. I just feel like Monday morning came, and it was back. To it the, was back to normal. Back to the same shit. Back I, I being do. a dickhead. I do. What do I, you think? I, I I think it's right. I think absolutely. I think they didn't because they're still all in their own cliques. So but, I mean, as uh, much as you want. I feel like I feel like Brian's going up to Andy and say, "Hey, what's up, man?" And he's like, and "Get the fuck away!" From I, me. I will say, I feel like Andy would. I think after the conversation, I think Andy might have instead of like you know fucking with him afterward, he would be like, "Hey, what's up, Brian?" Nothing more than that. Yeah. And then everyone all of a sudden like, "Oh, you fucking friends with Brian?" He's like, "Yeah, he's all right." Yeah, don't worry about it. But him. Bender and Claire are never 
no. kissing ever no. again. That was that's why they had their scene at the end of the yeah. movie. Yeah. The, the makeout I, session right in front of the dad. Unless, which was such a weird <laughs> fucking thing, man. If you think I, about it, I don't know. They're like dad, leaning up against uh, the car. And she hands just, him a real diamond in yeah. front of her dad and then kisses <laughs> Give him. Give that shit back. I would have never kissed a girl in like. Passionately in front, in front of her, of her father. Dad. They no. were pretty much laying on the hood of the car. Dude. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> real weird. I was thinking about that. I was like, he's just like sitting there watching this. Like, it's so weird. What, what dad wouldn't say something? Was, yeah, I would have honked the horn for sure. I've been like, you, knock you, it off. Because if you notice, even at the end of the movie, Andy is uh, kissing uh, wait, Alice. Alice. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, and I feel like that would have been okay. Like that, dad wouldn't have honked the horn at that. So wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, even the dad turns around, at least looks at her as she's walking away. You know, like he acknowledges it. What's up? What's up, Mason? Oh, He's a so John Bender's character, right? Yep. His actor is twenty four. Oh yeah, I think it's weird. And she's fucking sixteen. Eight years, and they had a kiss scene. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, all right, I'm John. Su- I'm uh, sure. Different I'm, time, 1985. Okay, baby. I'm, I'm sure some papers had to be signed. <laughs> Don't you <laughs> forget about me? <laughs> forget Jesus. about my age. Pretty 80s, if I should say, just like in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It is. It is. Oh, yeah, weird. I didn't. I haven't looked at the ages of the Fast Times cast. But. <laughs> now that I just realized, that's kind of ruined the movie. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I brought that up earlier because I was like watching it with it that like, in my oh, head. And I was God like, oh, it's, it's weird. We're okay. super sexualizing this sixteen-year-old uh, girl. Actually, sixteen-year-old girl. Okay. Um, just some fun facts, real quick. Um, because I, you know, we've kind of been bouncing all over the place. Uh, so. The point at which, uh, which is a really funny scene, I kind of want to bring up uh, when they filmed Anthony Michael Hall um, uh, smoking some uh, doobid. <laughs> they they filmed him until the like until the reel ran out because he was just kind of like ad libbing. He's like, "Chick cannot hold that smoke. smoke. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is." <laughs> they kept like filming like him just being like crazy that for, was a richard Pryor skit that he was mocking i guess they had, they had him doing that like until they ran out of film and then they, really? they, they yeah because um he did the exact same voice and weird science too when he got drunk same exact impression <laughs> so the, the uh, judd nelson was actually talking about it. he was saying he's like he thought it was funny because it was like it's like you could hear the eventually you could hear the of the, the film like yeah. hitting after like it ran out and it was like they just kept filming him until it ran out and I thought it was hilarious um but that was that, that's such a good like fun scene because it's just like it's him like kind of letting loose and like you know it, it, earlier in the movie he's like really clammed up and, like don't talk like let's not talk about me being a cherry boy in front of uh, Claire like he's kind of like Clam. clammed up doesn't want to be embarrassed but <laughs> then he's doing like skits when yeah. he's high right he's like ready to roll the 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 doobage the, the baggie of doobage so it was, was uh, a bag of oregano wonder if your dope was on fire impossible, impossible. sir it's in johnson's underwear <laughs> <laughs> so was weed uh, pretty prevalent when you guys were in high school was that like a big thing i, or, I wouldn't know honestly there were stoner like like yeah. stoner-esque kids in my school but i don't know if those there's kids no were dudes smoking. wearing drug rugs i don't think those kids were smoking i never really weed, got honestly. it i, I feel like they're pretending i had buddies who would like smoke hot box their car and go to class i'm like dude i don't know how the fuck you guys are doing that i never like, had that dude. yeah yeah there weed were kids was, that I, th- I feel like there were a lot of kids that pretended to it smoke was weed. so weed was pretty prevalent when i went and then it went on to like pills like people were coming out perked out 
Oh, I was going to say, Ludes? Quaaludes? No, no, Percocet. Perc 30s. I'm too old for this podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, did you know the whole movie was actually shot in sequence, in order? Oh, yeah. Really? They didn't skip around. They, he went in order. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Start to finish. That's cool. Yeah. I, I did also, uh, Carl's, uh, the, the guy that played Carl, actually kept himself distanced from everybody. Yeah. Um, he slept in the janitor's closet. <laughs> Uh, and like, like only like the first interaction he had with the cast was his scene with the cast, uh, where he walks in. Which, by the way, there is a little Easter egg in there. Do you guys know? Um, do you guys remember the poster that was behind him Mm-mm. when he walks in? I don't. So when he walks in, there's a job fair poster on the wall. It's from February of 1980. Hmm. So it's a super fucking old poster, even for like because it was this. It was supposed to be 1983, in which the uh, the movie takes place. So it was three years old, and it was just yeah, it was just hanging up, and it was funny. It was like the way he walks in, but then he he comes in and he talks to everybody like you know, I don't give a shit about you guys. Like it's your kids, whatever. Uh, I don't have to impress you. I have to like I'm just doing my thing. I've got my life figured out. You guys will get there eventually, yeah. kind of thing. That's 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 why I resonate the most with him because like I want to go to all of these kids and be like figure your shit out but like he's got it even more figured out than i do it's like you will eventually figure it out on your own i don't even need to do anything yeah just stay back and just be like kind of fuck then he's like hey that clock's 20 minutes fast and i feel like we're missing out on like a a deleted scene where they changed the speed of the clock or something (laughs) like they changed the clock so it looked like it was farther ahead so that way they would be out earlier I heard there was a bunch of deleted scenes that didn't make... I heard the movie was supposed to be over two hours long, and they cut Jesus a lot of stuff. Thank God. But is that all the fun facts you had? Because I have a oh, couple more, actually. I, I've, got, I've got more, but go ahead. Hit me with one of yours. One of mine... Um, the big scene... Well, my favorite scene in the whole entire movie is when they are sitting in a circle giving all their testimonies of their lives like the yep, part yep. that the part that hits the hardest apparently that whole scene was uh not scripted yeah they, they pretty much told they told them all to ad-lib the whole thing yeah like a re- i'm sure they had like a rehearsal and right. like you got to get to this point or like these points probably and just like go ahead and figure out how you're getting there and i don't know about you guys but that scene of them sharing their feelings like that it hit hard like some of the stories they were coming up with it was like damn no honestly um yeah i i don't know i didn't they don't not not a lot of it resonated with me like i like i again i was very boring in school and stuff like that so like brian's whole like i have to be perfect and uh ally kind of just being a shit for no reason just to kind of fuck with claire like that that's weird better better the whole time man i just kept watching it and thinking like better is such an asshole how does anybody like 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 him at all like we have claire who seemingly likes him even though he's been mean as shit the entire movie yeah for like you know he's got a bad home life that's okay like knowing that like you well, kind of forgive a little bit of it. Well, but he like, shares his story with his parents before they even sit down in that circle. But, yeah, and works himself up and like leaves the group. Yeah, but, but I mean, even with Andy, with Andrew uh, Emilio Estevez's character, you know, he's clearly he's popular, athletic, has everything he could ever want, and he still does this stupid act to just he just wants to impress his dad as the only reason. 
he did that because yeah. he, he even flat out says, I did it because of my old man. Because he used to do that <laughs> stuff oh, that in school. Monologue. Yeah, dude, that hit hard. It dude. was like, it's like that kid has everything. And he still did that just to impress his dad. Dude. And it, it backfired. He has so. a quote that I had wrote down that I thought was so telling of his life. And it's, it's so fucked up. I'm not a winner because I want to be one. I'm a winner because I have strength and speed, kind of like a racehorse. <laughs> yeah. That is... When he's trying to impress uh he's talking to Allie. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's such a fucked up line. It's, I have those... It's like, it's, it's, and I think he even goes on to say something like, it's like, that's how involved I am with my own life. Like, it's just like, it's such a sad fucking line. It's just like, I'm built for this. So I have to do it. I don't want to do it, but I have to because yeah. everybody else around me is telling me I have to. And the Allie, during that scene where they're kind of go, like, like where they're kind of confessing everything, she's he's like, they're like, what, what's your problem? And she's like, he can't think for himself. And he's like, yeah, what she said. <laughs> she had even she had in that him moment, figured out. Yeah, even in that fucking moment, he can't even think for himself to say it. But she does, and it's just, ah, it's so sad. I don't know. One of the quotes that I thought was pretty fucking funny, and it's been referenced <clears throat> in a lot of TV shows, was the, uh, does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? <laughs> Excuse me, Dick? Uh, <laughs> Rich? I'm sorry. I've seen it when she gets dehydrated, it's her. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty gross. Pretty gross. <laughs> this is a very quotable movie, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, the lines are endless. But uh, the other thing I had wrote down, too, was... Um, whenever he takes Bender to the clo- the closet to lock him in, which he turns is, into a, such a pussy in that scene, dude. Well, it's not even well, that because he's not around anybody to impress, right? I I know, but he Bender thought. Bender goes deep than what you think. But my point was uh, when he when the vice principal goes to punch him like he does a little fake out there. Yeah, apparently that was completely unscripted, and even the guy playing John Bender was like. He was the, it, the flinch was real. He didn't. That was not supposed to happen. He's like, oh shit. He's like, I actually thought he was gonna hit me. So I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. That scene just pissed me off. Like, I mean, not pissed me off, but I mean, can I you feel like kids in the school closet? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, as me as in high school, like, if it, knowing the kids that I went to school with, it, I don't know. I feel like it would played out very differently. But, I mean, this was in the 80s. I just feel like that's not how a kid would react. If, if like, a teacher that you didn't like was like, go ahead, hit me. Who's going to believe you? Yeah. I feel like they would take the hit. Probably. I, I right. don't know. I just feel like Bender was a giant puss in that whole situation. Did, not to get off, before we get off topic of the closet, did you notice, and this bugs the hell out of me, unless I miss something, he clearly locks Bender in that closet, right? Yeah. He, yeah. he even has to crawl through the ceiling to get, get back into the library. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice at the end of the movie, uh, Claire just walks right into that closet, walks right through the door to have that makeout session with him <laughs> in the closet? Do you know that the lock was on the outside? She could just put the lock on and off? <laughs> yeah, they could have just opened huh? the fucking thing. She, and no, he locked it. The vice principal locked it with keys. No, it was just yes, a, he did. It was just a flip lock. No. I'm going to go to that go part to the, of the movie right the, now. Go to the tape. This is why we have it up. That's true. That is. You keep going while I do this because it's going to take a so while. That, so that bothered me. But um, he also says one of my favorite lines, and it's just funny because of the time. But he says, uh, he goes, uh, I'm not going to ruin my career. I make, I have a home. 
<laughs> I, make 30, 30. I make thirty one thousand dollars yeah. a year, which of course, you know, you're gonna do a little research on that. So um so thirty one thousand dollars a year in twenty twenty two with an adjusted for inflation would be eighty one thousand oh, dollars. And teachers teachers are probably still making just thirty one thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 And they're not and they don't have their own home. <laughs> No, they're hoping. Eventually, yeah. one day, they'll get one. Uh, Especially apartment, with maybe. the bullshit that they deal with today. Oh, yeah. It's got to be way worse today than oh, what, what these yeah. people were dealing with. Um, and it's just, Yeah, it's it's wild to like look at this. And you you also have like Carl later on calling out uh, Vernon, too, just to say, oh, oh, by the way, lock. that was just a flip lock, by Damn the way. Damn it. I'm so stupid. <laughs> It, it does. It, oh, that was the faculty restroom. I was gonna say it does show a lock, but that's actually just the faculty yeah. restroom. It was just a flip lock, and she could walk right in there. But no, later on we have Carl talking to Vernon and just kind of like, I bet you thought that this would be you know fun, and that you would just have summers off, and it would be easy, and then you realized, oops, it's a fucking job, and you actually have <laughs> to do a job. So that's why you don't like what you're doing now, and you don't like the kids because you resent them because you picked the wrong career path. Did you ever? Did you ever figure out why or think what the hell he was doing in the basement, going through those files? Oh, he's just being nosy. Okay, I think that's I, it. I didn't know if there was more to the story or not. I even googled what the hell was he looking for that even Carl had to bribe him not to say anything. Do you but. guys do you guys know what all Allie stole during this movie? No. You made me think of that when you were asking about that. Uh, the knife. Yep. Bender's knife. Yep. Um, She's a kleptomaniac. She also... What else did she steal? I know I saw it right before we started. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Brian's wallet. Yup. Is there more? Oh, she steals... Bender's knife, mm-hmm. Bender's lock. Oh, the lock on the locker. Brian's right. knife, and then Andy's bat, or like his like varsity. Uh, she like <laughs> she rips patch. off his letter right yeah. off his jacket <laughs> in the parking lot. Rips that like big like uh, wrestling badge off his uh, letter. Yeah, she's psycho. She's kind of hot. So oh Allie, yeah, she's twenty one, so that's okay. So oh I'm, so I'm gonna go through this. Allie calls Anthony Michael Hall uh, milk and cookies. That's what she called him. <laughs> Milk and he he did not like it because he's like he's like she, she thought she he was super nice and he was like he's like she would have called Sean Penn milk and cookies <laughs> he was upset by that um, John uh, Hughes really put music into the film so he thought about like the music that he put into like everything um, Allie was the one that found the David Bowie quote at the beginning and mm-hmm. told John about it I did see that so she like, he was and she didn't know that it was in the film until when she watched it for the first time which mm-hmm. was cool. John Hughes biggest just with the music real quick. Yeah. John Hughes biggest regret, I guess, was when they're blaring music and Andy comes out after smoking. Yeah. Um and dances around. Well, not even that when the glass breaks. Yeah. Um John Hughes says, "Yeah, he said, yeah, that's one thing I regret. That was a little bit unrealistic." I yeah, that was. I mean, that honestly, that's probably the most unrealistic thing in the movie. Him just start screaming and like, uh, I think I was watching the the behind the scenes and Judd uh, Judd Nelson, who played Bender, was like, "Yeah, everything in this movie is super realistic." And I was like, eh, there, "There's a couple things in here that I would just I would beg to differ, bud." I mean, I'm pretty sure when these kids left that Saturday. All their parents got a phone call for a bill for everything that was destroyed in that library. Oh, yeah. 
There's a hole in the ceiling. Uh, the door doesn't. The the fire door doesn't. It smells close like weed. Books. Like, books. Books are destroyed. Bender hates. Yep. You know, books. Um. Uh, so the Hugh said that uh, that he was a bit of every character. I already mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um. John directed the costume designer to storyboard the character style. So kind of build boards for each one of them. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Do you know how many words? was actually in their essay it was not a thousand the one that brian wrote i'm not surprised that it's not a thousand but i do not know how many words you know? i did not it look was that 96 up. that's a he was a little off that's a, <laughs> shit, a little a shot that's like 10 percent. <laughs> but he proved his point so. yeah um the makeup brush that bender brushes his teeth with uh earlier in the movie is used on allison's face at the end of the movie Ugh. oh i didn't catch that yeah, that's she, true she yeah. brushes it yeah he brushes his teeth with it um I don't have anything else there. Let's see. Um, I did think it was interesting that the popular kids sat next to each other while there were plenty of desks they could all sat yeah. at their own desk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Benner was an asshole and made Brian move for no reason. It was like, <laughs> kind of like, hey, that's my spot. It's pretty much it. Like, the only reason to make Brian move. Um, and then he works himself up a lot, is another note I had. And then Bender smiles at uh, the comment about the clock, mm-hmm. which almost makes me think that he moved the clock ahead <laughs> at some point just to fuck with uh, the, the vice principal. Um, Ali, Ali steals. Uh, is, uh, sorry, I have his. Uh, she steals Bender's switchblade, Bender's lock, Brian's wallet, and Andrew's patch. So that's all of them. Um, Bender was in detention for a false alarm he pulled on Friday. I noted that because like everybody else kind of comes out and says what they were there for, but he never does. Mm-hmm. The only person that does say it is Vernon. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I got the quote from uh, Andrew. And then Brian goes from embarrassed about knowing carl to saying goodbye to him at the end i mentioned that too uh and then Allie was the only one that like left anything on the desk at the end of the movie i think she she left like a book or something on the on the desk when she leaves which i thought was interesting so real quick there's a real deep fan theory about allison yeah Uh, i don't know how to take it it's it makes sense but so she's so far out there and you know, obviously has her own issues. Yeah. Somebody online had said that the whole entire thing was in her head. The whole entire movie. Pretty much she was the only one there in detention that day. And she drew up in her head the whole movie, the whole scenario. She drew up the characters in her head, the whole experience, the everything so like, she's a schizophrenic pretty woman much, with pretty bipolar much. That's pretty personality much, that's pretty much what they were saying she's yes. a psychopath right pretty much <laughs> and I a mean, kleptomaniac it just doesn't make just doesn't make any sense <laughs> as to why like it's like yeah like i mean if if you want to make up fan theories sure what we could also say that brian did the same thing i'm just telling you what i read on I'm not, I'm not <laughs> accusing not you theory. i'm just talking about jackasses online making i up. was like holy well it made me think for a minute i'm like oh, okay she's crazy enough yeah maybe it could be bender bender's there every weekend maybe he wanted company and he thinks about like oh you know what i'm gonna imagine this scenario in which i get to kiss the the prom queen and well, and i get to you know yeah. i get to bully uh andrew and that's and, true and all of these things yeah. and i get to bring everybody down to my level kind of thing i don't know it's just yeah you could do that with anybody it's just wild like yeah if uh vernon didn't interact with everybody else then yeah sure that makes <laughs> sense uh, her what's her name <laughs> yeah well 
it's all in her head, man. I don't know. I, listen, I just read it. The, I regret no, this whole. No, it's, I regret this whole uh, sequence right here. No, it's fine. Some it was, stupid idiot online. Co- I was like, you, mm, yeah, okay. some stupid idiot online made me make you feel bad. I don't like that. Yeah. That's not the way I was. I, I was not intending for that. I was just like, just people. People can make up whatever they want. There were honestly, there's been movies where I've been like, "Oh, is this the way this is?" And then like a little bit later, I'm like, "Fuck, I really yeah. wish that was the way this was." And I just, I, like, I'm wrong. Whatever. Somebody thought that at the beginning of the movie and was like, "I'm writing this down." One hundred percent. There are so many things. Said, nobody said I wasn't gullible. So there are so many things that we like talk about that I'm like, I kind of want to put on like. Uh, Reddit, where the you know the the R movie de- go to die. R movie details they mm-hmm. have. Yeah. But there's also R shitty movie details. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the things we talk about could fall on either of those points. Yeah. So yeah. I, like I feel like there's like we should start posting there just to be fun. Um, well, boys. So what do you guys think? About- it, I don't know what else we can say. We broke this down as much as we can. It's I, weird not having gone through the entirety of a movie and really like talking I about feel like, like this movie. Like you said earlier, there's no way to break this down. I yeah. feel like this movie is supposed to like, other than relate to it. Yeah, I feel like that's the whole premise of the movie is to relate to it. Yeah, talk about it because like this is the way this makes you feel. Because yeah. that's a lot. Like I mean. That's what talking head movies are supposed to do, right? Yeah. yeah, just kinda like, oh man, this made me really think about me, right? And how I would be in this scenario. Yeah, speed didn't make me feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. My buddy Eric went through that last Tuesday. It's crazy. <laughs> I fucking I I heard that review again when I was listening to it. I lost it. Oh dude, yeah. <laughs> I'm goes, serious, dude. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. I found it. So yeah, uh, what what uh are we doing this? Are we doing ratings yeah, now? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. You want me to go first? Oh, well, go I mean, over. that's the way we go, baby. So wait, go over what our ratings were. Do we uh, want to go through all of them so got, Chandler doesn't? I can pull them up. If give you this want. a two or like a twenty. <laughs> I'm not going to give this a two. Uh, trust me. Let's see here. Uh, what do you? Oh, let, I'll give you. Um, I'll give you all of them. Let's okay. see. Yep. So Predator. Chandler gave Predator a six point two, and Mason a six point five. I gave it an eight. Goodfellas. That was a 6.5 for Chandler. Mason gave it a 9. I gave it an 8. Instantly regret The Place that. Behind <laughs> the Pines, 7.8 for Chandler, 9.7 for Mason, and a 7 for me. Speed. <laughs> Sorry, Brennan. <laughs> oh, I don't have your rating on speed for some reason, Chandler. Oh. Oh, no. Uh... I can't remember. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up. It was, yeah. it was, Sorry, guys. but uh, it, it was, was a six flat. Six flat. Six remember, flat. Oh, yeah. I was short and sweet six. Oh, okay. Yep. So uh, the, I, you gave it a six. Mason gave it a 5.5. I gave it a three. <laughs> sorry, Brendan. Again, sorry, Brendan. Uh, avid listener. Love him. Hey, love, loves to hate me now. Uh, the Breakfast Club is what we're currently rating. So think about your ratings thus far. That was his biggest critique of the Couch Critiques was that we are inconsistent on our ratings. But I feel like I justified my ratings pretty pretty well. So go ahead, Chandler. So this was my pick. One of my... Defi- it's definitely in my top 10 overall, for sure. Uh, I am rating this an 8.3. Okay. 8.3. Why 8.3? Why not an 8.5? I'm, I feel like we're still trying to set the bar. Okay. And, and it's... I feel like the movies we've done are still a little all over the place. I know I know. once we do more movies and get yeah. the list more stacked, it'll make more sense. Yeah. But 
I don't think it was perfect, but I could watch this movie. I could turn this movie on and watch it anytime. So okay. it's definitely an 8.3 for me. Riker? I can't appreciate that. Please don't crush my dreams like you did Brennan <laughs> last week. So, Listen, there were a lot of things about this movie that I did not like. Oh, and I thought, my God. <laughs> I, <laughs> but... Brennan, this is this is how you felt last week. <laughs> you invite me to your home, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. I can't, like again. I, I said I, I, when I watched this when I was younger, I resonated with the, the other characters. I watch it as I'm older. I resonate with the older characters. So it is a very well done movie. The library is a perfect spot. The school is like everybody's been in a school. Like it's yeah. a perfect place for this to play, take place, and this movie is very watchable. Like I I know that like. In Pat and like in the past, I said I watched the place beyond the pines. I watched that three times. Mm-hmm. I watched um, Speed twice. I watched uh, Goodfellas. I think three times that yeah. week. And Adam Sandler. I think I watched what thirty Adam God, Sandler movies. I don't know something how you un- did that. Something ungodly like that. <laughs> I watched this movie one time. Yeah, and that is not because I couldn't bear to watch it more than one time. It's because I've watched it within the last six months. And I've watched this movie probably four or five times before that. And I I place a lot of value in my time when it comes to movies mm-hmm. and rewatchability of movies. So if I've watched a movie more than you know, more than three times, that's like crazy. Like it's like I, I must really enjoy that movie. Um I, so I watched this movie one time and I watched it a little bit before we started recording the podcast. Yeah. And I could watch it just the same. So it has that watchability factor. I'm not going to say that it's a perfect movie because it's not, um, but it is a very well done movie and it helps you associate with other things. I'm going to give it the same score that I gave Predator. I'm going to give it an eight. Mm. Hell yeah. Because it is something that if it was on TV, you'd watch it. I would watch it because mm-hmm. it's there, and I know this movie. It's a comfort movie almost, yeah. and there's nothing bad about this movie. Um, but I, I mean, nothing so bad that I can't watch it. Yeah. There are things in this movie that just like, again, the kids are kind of unbearable for me now. Like, it's just like, oh my god, just get over your fucking <laughs> selves. Like, just I'm tired of hearing your shit. But, but we've hit a like, like I could watch this movie because. I can understand them. I understand what they're going through. I understand that like when you're younger, that's what you have. And now I can more appreciate the older characters in the movie because, you know, I can kind of associate with like, yeah, I don't want to put up with these fucking yeah. shit anymore. It makes sense. So there's a lot of good stuff in this that, you know, kind of carries it through and I'll give it an eight because I think even though there's not a lot of action and there's not like nothing really happening throughout this whole movie, it keeps you captivated for 97 minutes mm-hmm. on just people talking. Mm-hmm. And that's good enough. They, 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 if you can keep me fascinated, keep my attention to where I'm like, you know, entirely focused and watching character development for that long. Great. Eight. eight oh, is yeah. good. Okay. So Chandler, you gave it what you gave it a 8.3 and 8.3 and you gave it an eight. Yep. Yeah. 
Don't shit on this movie. I'm not going to shit on this movie. <laughs> Go ahead and shit on this movie if you want to. <laughs> do, do whatever you want to do to this movie. I, like, it's whatever uh, you feel. It's in your heart. It's whatever. It's like you watch this but movie. But what you I said was just so like it, it was real. Like I get what you're saying, but I, I that, that okay. Think of okay. Fuck. So let, let, oh my let God. me. I'll, I'll talk more, even though I fucking hate that I talk too much in this in this podcast. I gave Speed a three last week, and yeah. it wasn't you know it wasn't malicious. I didn't pick on Speed because oh Speed shit. <laughs> it's just it just it was annoying to me that like this movie. This movie, it, it did enough, right? It, it yeah. but it wasn't a good movie. It was enough to like, oh, this is fun and entertaining, yeah. right? Like, I didn't feel like I like. I feel like a one or a two is kind of like, give me back my fucking time. <laughs> but three is like, oh, I could watch this one time, whatever. But if I watch this, like, I watch it again. You better what the fuck is like? Yeah. You better explain yourself in certain places. So that's why I kind of feel like I can like I rate things like. A five is like this is good. I can maybe watch this every like you know five, you know ten years, whatever. Like give me like some space. Yeah. But with a movie like this, I can watch it. I can watch it more regularly than okay. that. I can go through and like watch some stuff. So th- there are some benefits to like to, to like you know there are different aspects of this. Like this is a completely different like style of movie. Yeah. Right. Like this is that we've talking done, heads. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's there's no action really going on. Place Behind the Pines, great movie, yeah. right? I gave it a seven, and I and I don't I don't think that Place Behind the Pines, Beyond the Pines, is that much lesser than this movie. But I don't see myself going back watch to it watch again. it again yeah. because I've gotten my experience out of it. There are some movies in which, like, I'm just like, you know what? This One is this, this was good, but I just can't pull myself to watch it again because I feel like I've gotten the experience I'm going to get out of it. Maybe I'll watch it again in like you know a while. Maybe I'll give it a ten year or whatever yeah. like that. Maybe I'll watch it again. If somebody hasn't seen it, yeah, sure, let's watch it. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that kind of thing. But with this, like, I, I could see it again. Like, I was, yeah, sure. There are certain movies where I'll be like, oh, you want to watch that? Let's fucking watch that. Or like, oh, you haven't <laughs> seen that? You're gonna fucking see it yeah. now because we're gonna watch it right now because it is great and you need to experience this thing. This is one of those movies like. Everybody should give it at least a shot. Yeah, you know, like you could start watching. You get halfway through this. If it isn't really resonating with you, shut it off. Come back to it when you feel like you want to watch a movie like this, right? Okay. Okay. So I think I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a seven. And when I say seven, I mean I am not going to watch this movie very regularly. I don't think that I would go out of my way to watch this movie like. Not even three months down the road. Like I watched it one time, and I think I'll be good for a while. Um, I when I get into an '80s kick, I like watching more like uh, Wolverines kind of Commando, uh, uh, Running um, Man. What the fuck is it? Um, <sighs> Red Dawn. That's what okay. comes to me. Or like Back had, to the Future. You said Wolverine. I thought Hugh Jackman. No, no, that's no, what no, I no. thought too. I'm like, what? Thank you. Um, uh, Red Dawn or like Back to the Future. Yeah. That, that's that's what I go back to uh, for the eighties. But like Two if I'm looking for like I'll end up doing if I'm looking for like eighties high school, I'll go to this or I'll go to Sixteen Candles. And I don't get into a high school like type movie like that a lot. But if I'm looking for something good to watch, yeah, I'll watch this. But I think a seven is 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 an alright valid one. I'm not like I said, if it was on TV, I'd watch it. But if I found something better I'm switching the channel. What'd you give this channel? He gave that a 
I gave it an eight point uh, three. Three. Okay. And, and I you gave it. it an eight. Yep. I did the math. Yeah. Go ahead, bud. Give we, it up. We are at a seven point seven average. Is that is that top of the board? That's right under Goodfellas. That's right under Goodfellas. Son of a bitch. What was the place beyond the pines? Eight point one. Because of Mason. Number one. Because of Mason. Dude, it was it was one of my favorite movies. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's, it mean, is what it is. The numbers I, don't lie. I they mean, don't. eight is a very solid score. If you look at it against the like the rest of like eighty eighty nine percent of rotten potatoes. Rotten potatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Rotten potatoes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to be clipped. Uh, yes, you will. <laughs> IMDb seven point eight. Right, so it's right in the middle of those two. Right, it makes sense. It's not like it's again. It's like, it's just kind of like the way this made like the. This movie is about how it makes you feel, not necessarily about the movie, right? It's a just a shot of nostalgia, almost, right? Yeah. And you know, like there are there are some scenes in it that are unrealistic. Like, uh, I'll even say, like we're talking about Andrew screaming in the in the one room. Better walking across a drop ceiling, never gonna yeah, happen. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> he would have fell. He would have fell like right into Vernon's office, like immediately. Like that's just the way that would have gone. But it, it's fun, you know, just like put like some disbelief in there, right? That's the way movies work. You know, you kind of yeah. gotta give it a little leeway. But yeah, there's just. Uh, these are good movies. Like, it's, it's a solid movie. It's a solid score, and I, I, I feel like that represents. I feel like that represents it perfectly. Are we going to pass up that ending quote of the entire movie? And I have it written down. Go for it, dear Mister Vernon. We accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But when did Brian di- move to New York? <laughs> Let the I'm man, sorry. Let the man read the quote. I'm sorry. But we Go think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as how you want us. You want to see us in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket and a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. It's good. It's it's a perfect like synopsis of like the movie. It's about them realizing that like hey, they're more than just we're more than just our character, yeah. right? Yeah, like we were talking about earlier. Like yeah. it's like there's these characters that are, they're filling out, but they can all be a little bit of all of them. Like, yeah. Everybody is a little bit of all of them. You know, there's different levels, different percentages, but, you know, that's the way it falls. There's levels to the shit. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's... it's And we end with, like, Bender with his hand up in the air, you know, signifying, like, some sort of victory. It feels like he's won a battle, even though he just yeah. got out of fucking Saturday <laughs> school, right? And he's going back next week, so it's not even... Like, yeah. Well, all right, cool. For the next, for the next two months. Yeah, right. Until so, he graduates. Uh, it is what it is. Well, sir, it's been three long weeks, but it is your turn again. It is your turn to pick, sir. Yes! Yay! I get to pick. And you know what? We're Oof. going out of the fucking 80s. Oh. Yeah. Man. Sorry, Chandler. This the man sucks. that is not born in the 80s and is obsessed Just with the 80s. It. I mean, it's a great time period. Don't get me wrong. We are going to be watching, and you will enjoy it. Anime. If I have to drag you through it. It's anime. You will watch and you will enjoy. I I will pick an anime at some point no. just to oh, just to murder him. But I don't want it to be gone. I want you to watch it and 
I feel like you'll appreciate it. Whiplash. It was on Netflix, and you can feel free to watch it. And I, you could come over here to fucking watch it. I'll happily watch right. this movie. Well, I'll watch it. Yeah. Any number of it. times. I love this movie. It is great. But come into it with low expectations. You I don't will want be, you to be on my fucking time. Did you? So, Mason, you've watched it before. I've seen it before. Yeah, I have not. You've not seen it. Okay, great. I like. I like it when we ha- like when somebody hasn't seen it. Um, but yeah, that is. I actually was watching a scene from it before you got here. I actually watched it twice today because I was like, man, I really the music uh, in that movie is incredible and I love it. Um, so that's that's my movie. I'm picking Whiplash. I know it's uh, it's weird uh, in comparison to what I picked last time. So uh, we'll be watching that, and I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I do. Are you a drummer or are you a dragger? I don't know what that means. You will. <laughs> you. <And laughs> You better fucking believe you will. <laughs> well, boys, as always, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Tell your friends to watch our shit. That's true. Watch that. Watch out. Rate it, and then and then come back, and then watch it again, and then tell them to watch it twice, and then and then once they've dealt, watched it twice, send it to somebody else. If somebody you don't, else different. We'll find you. And uh, again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>